What does it take to be a modern people operator in today's world? You know, the field of HR, recruiting, talent, people operations, whatever you want to call it, is incredibly complex. And that complexity is only increasing. If 2020 taught us anything, it's that we need to be prepared to have our worlds turned upside down and help support our businesses, our employees, our teams, and each other through it. And I'm excited for this podcast. This podcast is actually going to be an excerpt of the closing chapter of my upcoming book, Redefining HR, on the top 10 traits that you need to be a modern people operator. So I'm going to dig right into those after a brief word from our sponsor. Redefining HR, one podcast at a time. Support for the Redefining HR podcast comes from PIN. PIN is building the world's first employee-centric communications tool, enabling your employees to automatically receive helpful messages at key moments throughout their journey, from onboarding to promotions and everywhere in between. PIN helps companies battle communication overload and puts your employees in control over when and how they receive information. Go to pinhq.com for more information. That's P-Y-N-H-Q.com reinvent employee communications for the distributed workplace. And now, on to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Redefining HR. This is a special episode. I'm actually been getting into some of the closing chapter of the Redefining HR book. You know, throughout the book, I really focus on different fundamental components of modern HR. And in each chapter, uh, I spend a lot of time interviewing uh, practitioners and operators and leading experts in those different disciplines to bring their expertise uh, and infuse it into each chapter. And I wanted to close the book with really the distillation of much of really my 20 years of experience in the field, but more broadly than that, uh, over a hundred interviews and conversations I've had with modern HR and people operators. And when I talk about HR and people operators, that spans recruiting, talent, uh, you know, performance, inclusion, really all HR disciplines. And so this podcast is a uh, really kind of giving a bit more context into what I feel are 10 core components that you must have if you want to build a career as a modern HR operator. So let's dig right in. Uh, these are not weighted, by the way. These aren't in any uh, you know order of importance. These are just 10 things that uh, I personally feel, and I think based on many conversations I've had, are core uh, you know attributes, traits, experiences, disciplines, etc., that you really need to possess uh, more on the intangible side than the tangible side. Uh, if you want to have a career as a modern people operator. So first one, build your network thoughtfully. You know, when you are being hired, that company isn't just hiring you and the skills that you possess. They're hiring all of the knowledge that you can tap into. And having a deep and robust and diverse network has never been more important because the jobs, whatever discipline we're in in the field, uh, we're often going to be called upon for bringing expertise outside of that specific discipline to help us solve problems for the business. And uh, obviously, we all have Google. 
uh, and you can learn a lot from Google. But if you have a deep network of experts in different disciplines that you can call upon to help you solve those problems, you're going to bring immense amounts of value to your team, to your organization, and ultimately to yourself. So being very thoughtful around how you proactively build your network is a vital uh, trait for modern operators. You know, the next one I want to get into is all about learning. And, you know, we talk about learning a lot in HR. We talk about uh, continuous learning, micro learning, uh, however you want to frame learning. I think having learning agility is absolutely essential, regardless of what discipline you're in. There's just too much going on. You, you, the, the way that the, our practices are evolving, our tools are evolving, the expectations of the business and our employees are evolving, the scope of our role is evolving. There's so much that's going on that will require us to continue to refine and expand and broaden our understanding of not just our own discipline, but our businesses, our industries, and things going on outside of that. So especially for listeners in leadership roles. Like I know learning is hard. The demands of your job are, are massive and I get that. Uh, I think it's really important for, you know, even CHROs and chief people officers are listening. You've got to block and defend your time for learning. Uh, right. And so whether you are, you know, reading articles, blogs, white papers, research, social media, whatever it might be uh, that can help spark ideas for you and help you understand uh, the evolving landscape around you, making time for that, defending time for that, even if you have to block time in your calendar on a weekly basis or every other week or however you can afford it, and you defend that time so that you can make sure that you are using that time to learn and read, it's absolutely essential. And I don't think you can be a modern HR operator in today's world without a propensity and an interest in learning. You know, the next piece I want to get into is around creating a personal board of directors. Uh, now, many of us have mentors. Mentorship has been around for, you know, many, many years. Uh, and I think mentorship is still helpful and it's valuable, but I think sometimes mentorship can be too focused on a specific area, uh, right? Especially if it's a one-to-one -one relationship. I think if you really reframe the way you approach that and look at it more around creating a personal board of directors and making sure that in that personal board of directors, you have people in jobs that you aspire to have, you have people in different disciplines and maybe different industries altogether, uh, a really broader mix of people who can help steer your career, they can help you make better decisions, they'll keep you honest, uh, and they'll teach you something. I think that uh, broadening your lens from creating your own set of, you know, mentors to a personal board of directors, advisory board, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I think that that is a much broader and more impactful way to approach your own career development and growth. You know, another piece that I think is really important for all practitioners is being able to check our blind spots. You know, we all have blind spots, whether they're gaps in expertise, understanding, uh, you know, perspective, and those blind spots can easily lead to bad decisions. You know, check them. Be open and humble about what you know and what you don't know and curious to find those answers. So I think in particular, this is really important for those of you that might be specialists in a particular discipline. 
if you only have a network within that discipline, you run the risk of having an echo chamber of people that are basically reinforcing the same ideas and perspectives from within that specific discipline and the way that discipline views the field. Um, broadening your, you know, your network, broadening your data inputs and your sources, and frankly, even engaging with people that uh, uh, actively disagree with you. Uh, th those will help you narrow those blind spots. There's no way to erase them. You're always going to have them. But try to make sure that you've got a, a varied set of sources that will allow you to really kind of minimize those blind spots and, and you know, ultimately through that, make better decisions. Uh, the next piece I want to get into, and, you know, to me, I think this is a foundational element of modern HR. And uh, for those of you who know me, know it's certainly something, uh, a way that I'm personally wired, is give it away. You know, as the field of HR specifically has begun moving out of our kind of proprietary siloed past and begun embracing open source even more, it's been transformative from the field. You know, now if you're a practitioner, even if you're a HR department of one, you can go to platforms like Google Rework or HR Open Source or Hacking HR uh, or a range of other open community-oriented platforms that have you know peers of yours, you know, writing about their approaches, giving away their templates, giving away their toolkits. Uh, talking about what they're screwing up, right? So you don't have to make those same mistakes. So this is something, the more we as a field embrace this notion of giving it away, uh, you know, working out loud, working in the open, uh, not, you know, hoarding our own uh, templates and resources and, and tools, the faster, the broader uh, acceleration of our industry and our capabilities will be. And so if you have a siloed mindset, you don't really have a place in where HR is going. You have to learn to shift that uh, and realize that, uh, you know, the, the world we're in isn't zero sum. You can help other people and it doesn't hurt you. And actually by helping people, it helps everyone. So, you know, give it away. I think that that is a, a fundamental kind of ethos around embracing open source that modern HR operators possess. Um, the next piece is really being kind to yourself. You know, the field of HR is hard. It's rough. It can be disappointing. It can be at times depressing. It can be deflating. It can be incredibly stressful. The stuff that we're dealing with in this field is, you know, we get to deal with the highest of highs for our employees uh, and our companies and the lowest of lows. Really difficult times. In 2020, we've been put through the ringer. Uh, in in the field of HR. And so, you know, burnout is at an all-time high in the field. And if you're not prioritizing our own self-care and our own well-being, we're going to burn right out of this field. So, you know, be kind to yourself. Find ways to set boundaries uh, so that you can ensure that you are, uh, you know, able to be in the best position to help your leadership team you know, your employees and your, your teams navigate these times of turbulence. The next piece that is actually kind of connected to that last piece is around resiliency. 
you know, resiliency is absolutely a trait that you must possess if you want to be in this field for a long time. You're going to have scars. There's nobody listening right now who's been in this HR field for, you know, a handful or more of year that uh, hasn't had to bounce back from setbacks and difficulty. You know, projects are going to fail. You're going to get blamed for things you weren't even involved in. You know, that's the nature of the work. You, you need to have thick skin and an ability to bounce back from setbacks to build a long-term career in HR. So wherever you can practice and develop your own resiliency, uh, you know, the better you're going to be able to bounce back from those setbacks that you're absolutely going to have. The next thing I want to get into is something that I think the, you know, the moments we've experienced over the last year have really reinforced, you know, why this is so important. And that is bravery. You know, being a modern people operator requires bravery. You're going to be in situations where you are going to have to call out bad behavior. You're going to have to stand against your leaders, your executive peers, uh, you know, influence, influential people within your organization who are uh, doing the wrong thing. You're going to have to call that out. You're going to have to stand against that. And that's really hard. It's not easy to do. It's easy to go with the flow. And there are, uh, if you pay any attention to the news, there's story after story of HR kind of shirking those duties, uh, you know, and, and not calling out that behavior and addressing that. And there's also lots of stories of HR teams that have. And so, you know, that, that bravery shows up in those moments. Uh, and I think that if you really want to be an impactful modern people operator, you've got to be able to tap into that. You've got to be able to have difficult conversations and a backbone and a spine and, and know that your kind of moral compass is non-negotiable. And you have to sometimes save your leaders and your company from itself. And so if you're not able to stand up in those moments and be brave, you're letting, you know, you're letting yourself down, you're letting your organization down and your team down and your employees down. So bravery is an essential component of modern HR. Another piece is what I call kind of feeding curiosity. This comes back to learning. It certainly overlaps with that a little bit, but there's so much going on right now. I think if you're not innately curious about the field, uh, you're going to find yourself, you know, pulling your head up in a couple of years and it's going to be an entirely different world that you're in. Uh, having that innate curiosity around, you know, trends, technologies, practices, both within the HR discipline and outside is a, a huge way to add, uh, you know, add, add ideas, add inspiration and add value to your role and your team. You know, for me, I, I have this kind of, you know, role where I get to spend a lot of time with a, a range of people within the discipline, but I, I love, and I try to make sure that I'm spending some time outside of HR every week, every month, you know, learning about practices and design or marketing or, or project management or disciplines outside of HR and it always surprises me. There's so many things that I learn in those spaces that I'm actually able to bring into my own work uh, on, on the HR side. And so I think being innately curious around how things work, uh, you know, and, and trying to see where you can infuse new ideas and new ways of thinking and new approaches into your own discipline uh, will actually allow you to have, uh, you know, 
uh, a massive impact in your role and in the organization because again the the idea of having an hr playbook that you know this is always how you do x and this is always how you do performance or this is always how you do you know talent management or learning those days are fading quickly and for some organizations they're gone though the pace of the business and and changes is too fast for those traditional approaches to work so having curiosity it's going to allow you to actually bring in some new thinking and new practices that can be significant for the business. And the last thing that I want to focus on is we talk about kind of core fundamental components of a modern HR operator is actually the best advice I ever got. And it kills me that I cannot remember where I originally heard this, but the advice was to build a good name. And what I mean by that in building a good name is Look at your own career as uh, it has to be a long-term strategy for how you're growing your career. It it can't just be, um, I'm going to jump on all these short-term things. You know, uh, employers and roles will come and go. Accolades, uh, those will fade. Recognition will fade. Your name is the one thing that you own. Your name is the one thing that lasts well beyond any specific project or deliverable or thing that you do. So let that be your guiding principle, you know, be of service, be helpful, be valuable, uh, you know, be supportive. Um, when you do those things in your career and you make it a priority to help others and lift others up, it pays huge dividends for your own career and ultimately allows you to build a good name. And that good name will open doors for you in your own career you know, beyond just, you know, names on your resume. And maybe you've done, you know, you've worked for some big marquee companies, but, you know, if you were, you were, you were a, a lone wolf, you know, you were kind of out for the glory of projects, you wanted credit, uh, you know, that's what drove you. You know, that's, you know, you may have the great resume, but people, uh, the, the name isn't going to necessarily lift you up as, as much as even those names would. So focusing on how you can be of service, how you can be valuable, how you can give back and help your industry and your peers will will really, you know, kind of bring out your best uh, and allow you to build a good name. And that's going to be the thing that really opens doors for you over the course of your career. So again, those are my 10, uh, what I view as kind of fundamental traits and capabilities of modern people operators. And uh, I'll be getting more into those and more in the book, but hopefully you found that helpful. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Which of these things resonated with you? What am I missing? Uh, I'd love to uh, get feedback from you in the podcast. So hit me up on LinkedIn or Twitter or anywhere else. Let me know what you think. And uh, I will be back next week. Next week actually is a, another special episode. Uh, next Tuesday I'm is the global launch and release of the Redefining HR book. And I'm going to be releasing an audio book of the introduction chapter in next week's podcast. So really excited to get that to you. And uh, again, just a huge thanks to all the listeners, all the the friends, all the connections, everybody who supported and kind of fed this book, all the past guests on this podcast. Um, this book is really the culmination of so many things that go way beyond me. And so uh, I'm just thrilled to get this out into the world next week. And uh, I will see you on Monday and I will again be uh, seeing you Tuesday for the book release. And uh, in the meantime, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Redefining HR. 
For more information on the podcast, past episodes, future guests, the Redefining HR book, or free resources, be sure to check out redefininghr.com. And if you dig this podcast, why don't you share it with your CEO, your executive team, and your friends to help them discover what Redefining HR is all about. If you really dig this podcast, I'd love for you to leave a review on whatever podcast delivery vehicle your ears prefer. See you next week.